Well, what a fantastic day it's already turned out to be. This is Wednesday, it's October 11th, and this is the Streaking Podcast, and I'm Jeff Downs. The reason I say it's been a fantastic day already is because not only did I get my run in, a little bit of rain coming down, eventually it'll turn into snow, but I had a topic come to mind while I was working in a particular situation today that I thought I'd bring up with you. So let's start streaking. The question that I had today and what came to mind immediately was how do you handle high pressure situations? When you get into a situation where you're in a place where either something is being required of you and be that in your career or at home or at any particular place, education, college, I mean, any situation where you're in a high pressure situation. And let's define a little bit further what high pressure is. There's something that you have to do that is required of you and what makes it high pressure? It's due right now and there are people who are asking you for that thing, whatever it is, and you have to deliver on it. You have to have something to say about it. Now, what makes it, so that's what makes it a high pressure situation. How do you deal with that high pressure situation internally? What are some of the things that you do? As you know, I talked to you a little bit about behind the scenes of a a keynote That, for me, was a high-pressure situation. There was a due date and a time that no matter what, the preparation was complete. Even if it wasn't complete, it was going to happen. I was going to show up on stage and deliver something to this audience. In those high-pressure moments, when you're feeling that amount of pressure, when something is being asked of you to be delivered... What is it that you do internally to cope with, to deal with, to work with that high pressure? I'm going to give you what I see and what I've done. I'd be interested to hear what you've done. And you can email me at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, at thestreakingapp.com, and we could talk about it. I would love to hear anything that you've come up with or what you personally do. I'm going to share with you what I personally do. When I get to high-pressure situations... What happens is I start to imagine what could go wrong, what is complete failure, and I also try desperately to imagine if it's successful and what could go right and how is it successful. I visualize, I look at the situation. Now, if it's not a keynote or it's not something for which I'm preparing to deliver publicly and it's something that's being required of me, such, for example, a report of some sort. What is it that I do to deal with the pressure? Again, you prepare as much as you can. And whether you prepare prepare or not, what causes the pressure is it's going to come. The due, the due date is eminent and you're going to be there. So when you work with that high pressure situation, first of all, what I do is I imagine, I do imagine if everything fails, And at some point, I excuse myself in a way that says, well, what's the worst that could happen? And maybe you've asked that question before. What's the worst that could happen? Now, the worst that could happen is death. I, for whatever reason, (laughs) this thing causes me to die. I think that that would be the worst thing to happen. And what that then does is give me the opportunity to look on it and say, is what's the likelihood that the worst is going to happen? 
it's probably pretty low. When you ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? That can help to start to categorize where that particular pressure point really exists in your life. And if it doesn't have that high of a priority, or if it doesn't have that result or that outcome, which is death, dying, gone, then you can start to move it back in its pressure on you in your life. The next thing that I look at as I consider this is I give myself permission to fail. In other words, I say with that, what's the worst that could happen? This, death. Well, if it's not that, do you have permission to fail? It's like, yeah, I can have permission to fail. That also relieves the pressure. It's like letting off the pressure valve on the Instapot. Have you seen that before? You're working with the Instapot. It goes through the time, and now you have to release the pressure. You pop that pressure valve open, and immediately all the steam goes out of it. This is what happens also for me in high-pressure situations. In order to calm myself down and to not let... And by the way, where I feel it is in my chest. The anxiety gets really heavy in my chest is I start to think about what are the things that I can do. The third thing is what causes it to be a high-pressure situation is I start to think about what other people will think of me, how they will perceive the message. Will it be something that they like or enjoy? Once I start to think on that, that causes the pressure to go back up. up. So what's the pressure valve? What do I do to release that? I start to think about or not think about, or give myself permission not to care about what other people think. If you give yourself permission to not care what other people think, that also releases the pressure. It doesn't matter. Whatever they think, they think. And by the way, it's really an illusion to think that we can control anything that anyone else thinks. And so we get into this circular pattern, if you've seen it in an Excel worksheet, a circular reference where I think that what I do can somehow control what someone else thinks. And it doesn't work. It never does. So to get out of that, to relieve the pressure from that, I start to say, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I give my pers- myself permission to not care. This can seem like it's something that is I don't know, I guess I'd look at drastic or really, you don't really care what other people think. There is obviously that, but I'm giving myself permission to not care. That's one of the pressure valves. Or said another way, how can I care about people without worrying about what they think of me? So I may not care about what they think or care about what it is that they are perceiving and giving myself permission to not care about what they care about. But I do give myself the opportunity to care about them as people. And this is something that helps me as well with high pressure situations is I care about them as an individual. I make it less about me and more about them. And when I can make it less about me, that gives me the opportunity to focus on the message that I'm giving to the person. Also, this is true in reports as well, or in things that are due. If you're looking at it and saying, for example, just go to schoolwork, if you are if you have a, <laughs> and this is a little bit different pre- pre- pressure situation, but you have an essay that's due or you have a test that's due and you've done all of your, all that you can do, 
to prepare for it. And that is probably one of the things that's the most pressure relieving thing. When your pressure goes way up is when I'm not necessarily prepared. If I prepare and I've done the best that I can to prepare, then I give myself permission to just take the test or to write the paper. And I write it to the best of my ability. And I do look at it and say, I don't care what the professor thinks. Now, obviously, what that professor thinks is going to have an impact in a, and something on your grade. If we look at it in a situation where we have something due in a church setting or in a family setting, uh, one of the things that can be high pressure is a large, uh, a large celebration. Uh, a wedding is coming up or there is a Thanksgiving meal that's coming or you're having everyone over to your house for Christmas. If you make it more about them, in other words, I care about them and less about you and what they think about you, that helps you to relieve the high pressure situation. In work, similarly, you've got reports due, you've got uh, deadlines that you need to meet. Again, you've got to allow yourself, give yourself permission to do the best that you can and then let it out there to the world. This is at the core of streaking. And what is that? Giving yourself permission to win every single day. How do you set streaks that allow you to deal with high pressure situations? Some of those streaks are really about the deadlines that you're setting for yourself. When you have a deadline for yourself, which is I'm going to do this particular activity every single day, that actually gives you a coping mechanism. (laughs) Say, Say that three times fast. It gives you a practice with the coping mechanism of being able to give yourself permission to win. See, I I talked about before giving yourself permission to fail. That's in a high-pressure situation. You can also give yourself permission to win. It builds up your muscle so that when you're in the situation where you have high pressure, you've built the winning muscle and can see how to go through. Have you ever wondered why winning streaks happen and what it is that happens with a team that's on a winning streak? What they've done is they've gotten a groove, a rhythm of winning. And when they get in that groove and rhythm of winning, you know how to do it. It's actually a pressure release valve to say, I don't necessarily need to win. I just need to relax and move forward and feel what it is that's happening in this moment. That's final thing that I'll give you as far as relieving the pressure valve is to be present. Often pressure is brought about by imagining some future state, whatever that future state is. Imagining that it's going to be worse than it is, not usually better than it is, but that somehow someone is going to do something that will make you feel or have you uh, or, or put you in a negative light. When you are looking at high pressure situations for you in your life, whatever it is, remember these things. And if you're streaking, know this, that you are giving yourself permission to win every day and you're getting used to winning every day, which ultimately brings the pressure way down. If you'd like to learn more about streaking, you know where to go. Amazon is where the book is sold or Barnes & Noble or anywhere books are sold. 
You can also download the Streaking app, which is a phenomenal way. Not only download it, but share it with friends. Create a community and invite people into your community so that you can share information about what it is you do to either reduce pressure or whatever other streak you may be involved. The Streaking app you can find at Google Play or the Apple App Store, fantastic, has the social media component for self-improvement, personal and professional development. Also, if you want to listen to the book, you can do that via Audible. Subscribe for the podcast. And if you don't mind, would you go out there and rate the podcast? Or if you don't mind, rate the actual app. That would be fantastic. Until we talk again, keep streaking.